This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. If you watch the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which is now on Disney+, Plus, they put the first two episodes out last week, uh, you probably did the, uh, the Rick Dalton, Leonardo DiCaprio point at the TV meme. Mm-hmm. Hey! I know that guy. You do you do have that moment, but also I think in the credits that open the show, it says all the actors' names, and then all of a sudden, flee. So you do see it coming. It's like and it, the four-letter word flee sticks out Stand amongst out. all the other names. Yeah. yeah. Oh, flee is in the new uh, Obi-Wan show. I haven't watched it. Did you check it out, Jim? I did. I watched the first episode. I think they released two to start it off, yeah. and I did watch the first episode. And yeah, he's blatantly What's his character? It. He's like a prison guard or something. He's a, plays a bad guy. Bounty hunter sort of deal? No, I think he's just a... I kind of forget. I think he's just like runs with a posse maybe of bounty hunters or something. He's not like the main guy, but he's like guards a prison at one point. He kind of reminds me of his character in... Is it Back to the Future? Needles? Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like that. The antagonist? And then also he's always like got a point game. break. Yeah, he's... And what about... He's always part of the posse. What about uh, the other posse he was in? What was it? Big Lebowski. Remember? He oh, was, I don't remember that, actually. He was one of the nihilists in the Big Lebowski. Oh, I don't remember that part. He had a posse of nihilists <laughs> that he ran with. Yeah, he he's always... Like a, like a gangbanger, you know? <laughs> he's always got his, his crew with him. Mm-hmm. Was Flea in Point Break, or was that just Anthony Kiedis? Oh, maybe that was Anthony Kiedis, but Anthony Kiedis was like a, a gangbanger, yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just... It's the Chili Peppers forte. And they have been known to reference the Star Wars universe in their songs. Space may be a final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. In Cobain, can you hear the spheres singing songs off station to station? And Alderaan's not far away, it's Californication. Alderaan's not far away, it's Californication. Alderaan, the planet that Princess Leia is from, and hmm. apparently there is a connection between Flea's character and Princess Leia. We won't say anymore. We don't want to spoil anything for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I'm not going to spoil anything either. And if you're excited to watch the show, I hope you enjoy it. Hope you have fun, Taz. I have to. Say, I was hoping you would have watched it over the weekend because there is maybe I'm the only one who thinks this, but there was one of the most unintentionally hilarious scenes in the Star Wars universe I think I've ever seen in my life. Basically, there's like a little kid running away from bad guys, and the little kid's like six or seven. Slowest child on the planet who could run. And you know how slow kids are. So these adult aliens are chasing after the kid, and like the kid keeps foiling them. Like they, the the kid is so slow. At one point, he runs, the kid runs under like a fallen tree, and the adult, like, Gets close to the fallen tree, the kid runs under it, and the adult is like, ah, and can't figure out how to get under. I can't, I can't explain it, but there was so much room for the adult to run under the tree as well. <laughs> it was like a cartoon. You, I, you just have to see it. I couldn't believe that it made the final cut. It was, oh boy, it was like something you see from like the old Xena uh, TV show. <laughs> So it was a bit cheesy. Oh, my God. Because I saw some people raving about this show. They said it was incredible. I I love how you will suspend disbelief. Sure, there's aliens chasing a kid. Yeah, yeah. Sure, there's another planet, spaceships and lasers and swords uh, made out of light, but... He easily could have got under that tree. Wait till you see it. It is embarrassing. And they keep like cutting back and forth, and the child is still always 10 feet ahead of the bad guys, yet they're running so slow. Oh, my That's God. That's in episode hilarious. one? Yes. All right. I'll watch it today.
I just want to see Flea do some <laughs> acting. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's, he's very accomplished. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. The world's largest bottle of whiskey was auctioned off. <laughs> Okay. You just think about the, the problems this would cause you, Jim, if you had the world's largest bottle of whiskey? I do have a Texas Mickey at home. This is bigger than that. Okay. Uh, I don't know where it was sold. Oh, UK. It was sold in the UK. Okay. Buyer was anonymous and international. Hmm. Don't want their friends to find out they have it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to be stopping by. Yeah. It contains 311 liters of 32-year-old McClellan single malt, That's which is amazing. which is about 444 standard bottles of whiskey. Okay, never heard of it. That's the giant bottle you want to get cuz you don't want to get a giant bottle of Coors Light. 6 hours later once it's you, flat. Yeah, once you tap the keg, you got to I, I remember back when I was a single man and I had the kegerator in the basement. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a mission. You tap that keg, you got to make sure there's enough people coming over to help you drink it before, yeah, yeah. before it turns. But the or whiskey, take the week off work. you got plans to cancel. <laughs> the whiskey gets better with time, right? Mm-hmm. I, Isn't I, that how it goes? I don't know if it gets better in time in, after the bottle's been opened, like if it's aging in a barrel or sitting on a shelf maybe, but uh, worth, a sh- worth a try. $1.4 million U.S. I mean, what do you do with the bottle after you're done? You just put change in it? Yeah, or you can take it back. You get 20, <laughs> 20 cents for it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's not like they're going to reuse it. <laughs> Honey, I'm starting to be a little bit worried about your drinking. I just bought one bottle. <laughs> I only had one. Uh, the first. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Jim Kelly is on a soccer team. Uh-huh. Called Great Wall FC. He was asked to play by a guy that uh, that was in his league for indoor soccer in the winter. He didn't realize at the time, but the entire team, except for him, Chinese Canadians. Yeah, yeah, Mandarin speakers. Like during the uh, uh, pregame game plan huddle, all in Mandarin. Right, and they, I'm like I'm like around the huddle, just nodding along, trying to pick up on yeah. on what they're saying. Same thing with the team chat. On text message, yeah, our WhatsApp group. No, it's all English now. I've, I, they switched over, yeah, which is very nice of them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we thought this was a great opportunity, not just for Jim to learn some of the Mandarin language, but us as well. So we yeah. are we are learning learning Mandarin with Jim here. Yeah, I'm glad that we're getting like some scholastic stuff going here because yesterday's game got a little violent. Taz, soccer really? not known to be violent, but it was uh, a rough game. Yeah, uh, halfway through the game, one of our players from Great Wall FC punched a player from the other team. It was like. There was an argument with the ref. There was a slide tackle. Things got heated. And, and like, the, one of the quietest guys on our team who I've known for a little oh, bit longer, too. That guy. It was the quiet guy. I did not know he had it in him. And all of a sudden, boom, right hook. And I have to give props to the guy on the other team because he wore it like a champ. And I thought, here come the S is going to hit the fan here. And. It just kind of fizzled out. Our, our guy got a red card, of course, and got sent off. But, like, you know. I thought it was going to blow up, but it really it didn't go as crazy as I thought it was. It's funny anytime you play in a in a soccer league that's like casual. It must be the same with hockey too. But over the age of like twenty five, thirty, anytime like things start getting out of control, you hear like multiple guys going, "We gotta work in the morning. <laughs> Come on, we all gotta work on Monday." Are we really clearing the benches? Yeah. I gotta work. 
for our <laughs> Sunday morning 9 a.m. old man soccer league. I'm yeah. glad it just it didn't get out of control, but apologies to the other team. Well, how did it end up for, for Great Wall FC? First win of the season, actually. We no won 5-2. Yeah, so it was a big victory despite that moment. And, of course, I uh, learned a little Mandarin while we were at it. Okay, here we are. Great Wall FC, our first win of the season. Oh, before we start, let's let's recap what what we've learned so far. Yeah, we here. learned hello. Yeah, ni hao is hello. Ni hao. Uh, Jio is let's go, and I have been saying Jio nonstop. <laughs> I think they're regretting teaching me Jio so far, but that that's a good we say before every game. Let's go. Okay, here we are, Great Wall FC, our first win of the season. Jio. I'm here with James again. Uh, one of our players. Uh, Punched a guy in the face. What happened there, James? Well, this is a soccer player. It's just a kind of say in the moment. Caught in the moment, heated up some wood. Unfortunately, one of the guy like lose cool there, but it happens. It happens. We'll learn from this and hopefully it never happen in the future. Uh, yeah. And uh, a project for the other team. Sorry causing the confusion there. But today, like as Jim always tries to learn some Mandarin. Yeah. So yeah. today we got the word of the day. It's a newbie. Newbie? Yeah, it's a, it's basically says a super awesome. <laughs> super awesome. Newbie! Yeah, you got it. So when would you say that? When would you say if like a car is newbie, like a nice car? Or? No, it's a, most of the time it's a performance. Like Jim is outstanding today. We have a forward outstanding. So we have two newbie play today. Hey, newbie! Yeah! I love it. <laughs> newbie! Newbie! Dude, we're going to be completely fluent by the end of the summer. This is awesome. Well, newbie to newbie. you and, and the team. Big performance for Great Wall FC on the weekend. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. If you're going to love yourself or someone else today, be careful. Didn't realize this is a thing, but there's a guy in Ireland who recently showed up to the ER after he had a little afternoon delight with his wife and it gave him temporary amnesia. He's 66 years old. They got it on in the middle of the day and within 10 minutes, he couldn't remember anything from that morning. So he got like short-term memory loss. He couldn't remember anything from the morning or the night before, which was their anniversary. They threw a big party with family. He didn't remember any of it. He saw the date on his phone. He's like, oh my God, I forgot our anniversary. His wife's like, what are you talking huh? about? <laughs> but it was the it was the sex that, that triggered it? The sex triggered the amnesia. Is the kink hitting him in the head with a two by four? <laughs> That's why you may want to go with a padded headboard. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> what would an Irish guy sound like if he uh, couldn't remember anything after sex, Jim? Oh, hey there. How are you? I, uh, why don't we try to make love? What's that we just did? What? Well, as long as my wife's not here, why don't we try to try to get down and dirty? Any port in the storm, I say. What? You are my wife? What? You are my wife? <laughs> Wait a second. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> Uh, doctors diagnosed him with transient global amnesia. That's the medical term. He said he remembered everything else from his life, just forgot like the past 24 hours. So it's like the men in black 
thing that flashes your memory every 24 hours or was it just the one the one day he lost 24 hours he says so he forgot like the 24 hours from the time they had sex back 24 hours basically (laughs) and he said the same thing happened to him seven years ago also after sex his wife uh put out this comment you're welcome He should have sex after every movie premiere he goes to, so he gets to watch his favorite movie again for the first time. Yeah. You like, imagine? You want to go see Top Gun Maverick, honey? <laughs> we saw it last <laughs> night. It's our time this week, honey. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. The wife has got to be a little proud of that. <laughs> right? She did something. Yeah. <laughs> she blew his mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We were talking about this guy in Ireland. He had transient global amnesia. Went to the doctor, couldn't remember anything that happened to him in the past 24 hours. And the cause of this was his wife rocked his world in the bedroom. <laughs> and apparently this is a thing that can happen if if you have... Uh, a certain type of sex you can catch <laughs> temporary amnesia. I wonder how many guys are just going to brag and t- say a story like this happened to them just so they can like say they had a really good sex. Oh yeah, I, I lost my memory back in college. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like how some women will will fake it. Yeah, right? exactly. So yeah. now men are just going to fake amnesia yeah. after I, sex. I don't even remember my wedding. Oh, <laughs> the wedding night to make their partners feel good about themselves. <laughs> Who are you? Where am Am I? <laughs> Must have done a really good job. <laughs> We've got Jacob on the line. Jacob, you've got a, a similar story to tell us. What happened? Yeah. So it was our 10-year anniversary or whatever. And uh, so, like I said, she hopped in the shower with me or whatnot. I was 270 at the time. And uh, she's like a buck 15. So I don't know what happened. But I blacked out and passed out and fell on her and broke her ankle in the shower while I was down and out. So she's trying to get me off to, off her and to get out of the shower to call 911 because I was still out. Wow. That must have been terrifying for her. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I do. Broken ankle. And it's like <laughs> a big old man on top of her. Her ankle's broken. The water's too hot. She <laughs> can't reason to. Yeah, we're going to blame it on the water. So wait, wait. Did the doctor say why you passed out? Were you drinking or what? No, they, they just said that maybe just because I was having a good time, the water was hot. I, I yeah, just <laughs> overload. has has she ever been able to do it again or (laughs) no she won't come in the shower with me so wait you said you were 270 at the time is this cause you to drop a a few pounds just in case this happens Uh, again yeah like well that was during kind of the winter time i do concrete for a living yeah yeah so I, i usually drop a few pounds in the summer but uh yeah no i was at my peak and uh kind of kind of crushed her did you was was did you guys complete the mission or was there uh as far as i know i felt good when i got up <laughs> felt very relaxed yeah your wife yeah. not so much yeah i mean the paramedics standing there 
uh, they weren't the best when I was kind of like had a towel half on, half off, and <laughs> she's on the ground, and I got a kid screaming. And well, imagine oh, yeah. like, for the paramedics, imagine picking up a two hundred and seventy pounder with a. <laughs> <laughs> with a rager, yeah. with a raging, yeah. with a raging yeah. tent pole and underneath that, wet. <laughs> slipping and sliding everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they see some stuff. Those paramedics, that's for sure. Oh, God, God bless their soul, man. Thank yeah. God they're around. Well, I'm sure your wife wishes she could erase that memory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tried. I'm dead sexy. Look at my sexy body. Taz and Jim, Dad Bod Pageant. That wasn't very kind. Husky. Grande. Um, thick. Thick with <laughs> five C's. <Yeah>. Thick. <laughs> Yeah, and listen, I have never had a daddier bod than I do right now. So I, I'm with you. If you are one of our potential contestants here, the Father's Day dad bod pageant is back. Let's check in with last year's winners. That's right. We had two of them. Jim, you want to introduce the fellas? Yes, we got the... Uh uh, synchronized swimming dads oh, that right. b- basically broke the internet. Josh and Gordon, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Gordon, let's start with you. What's it been like being Mr. Dad Bod? Uh, it's been uh, you know, definitely uh, an ego trip. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Made you feel um, good? Yeah, you know, I, I watched that video over several times after we won that night like for probably a couple weeks straight. <laughs> Well, you put a lot of effort into it. We need mm-hmm. to repost that. Because you guys were in an above-ground pool, and you did a synchronized swimming routine. Josh, remind everybody what kind of moves you guys were pulling off in that thing. Well, we did the uh, the, the uh, up and down and the, the, the backstroke away from each other and splash the water in the air. And Don't get too technical on us. We're yeah. still trying to just paint Hold a picture. Hold on. I, I'm picturing the up and down. We did the up and down. We did the lefty. We did the righty. We did the spinny. Yeah, yeah. We, we chugged the beer at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of dad bod contestants chugging beers uh, during the pageant last year. Uh, what has it been like for you, Josh, having the title of Mr. Dad Bod? Uh, it's been pretty fun. Like, got a lot of friends and uh like you go to like parties or whatever, and sometimes you wear your sash, and you got a lot of friends that are like showing off how they're friends with co Mr. Dadbod. Yeah. Oh, super yeah. Jelly. Nice. Yeah, it makes for good uh, social media content, doesn't it? Everyone wants yeah, a picture with Mr. Dadbod. Yeah, it's kind of celebrities. Yeah. Not only that, did we not hook you up with a prize as well? What prize do we give you guys too? It was a smoker. A smoke. Gotta love it. Well, this year, uh, we're not smoking, but we're cooking with charcoal. This is awesome. Big shout out to our friends from Beachcomber Hot Tubs. They are the sponsor of the Dad Bod Pageant, which is happening on June 16th this year. And somebody is taking home a Kettle Joe charcoal grill from Beachcomber Hot Tubs, plus the duct tape sash and the title of Mr. Dad Bod 20. 22. Now, guys, uh, we hope you'll be a part of the evening and you'll uh, pass your, your, your title 
with no conflict on to the next winner. Do you agree to that? Okay. You've already played Oh, something up their hmm. sleeves. Start thinking about what your routine is going to be. If you, uh, if you have the bod and you think you have the talent, then we want you in the Mr. Dad Bod pageant with Taz and Jim. Enter online now at y108.ca or fm96.com. I want to see you peacock, it's time for sports. Our sports guy, Devin Peacock, is with us talking NHL, and we've got another Game 7 in the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight, Dev. Carolina hosts New York in uh, that Game 7, as you said. It's at 8 o'clock tonight. Winner of this series moves on and uh, wins the right to lose to Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Final. So there's a lot at stake tonight. Jason Spezza announced his retirement from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Was this a surprise to you on the weekend? Not a complete surprise, maybe a, a bit of a surprise that Jason Spezza said after the Leafs were eliminated uh, by Tampa Bay uh, that the only place he wanted to play next year was Toronto. It was the only team he would play for, but also that he would only come back if he felt like there was a spot for him. And clearly from talking to the team, uh, it sounds like the Leafs maybe want to move on. He did not uh, play at times this season. He is 38 years old now, so I was hoping he was going to come back for another season uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I love having Jason Spezza on the Leafs. Like, he clearly loves being a Toronto Maple Leaf. He's later in his career. He was not playing for money at this point. He was just playing because he loved the game. He wanted to be a Leaf, and that was just so much fun to watch. But also, he retires with 995 points. I, I really wanted him to get to 1,000, but it's, it's not going to be. I think this is a reason to be optimistic for Leaf fans, though, because Spezza retires, but he's taken a job with the Leafs in the front office. So he, he may be sticking around to kind of guide the team towards the Stanley Cup next year still. Absolutely. When you look at him and his career, he spent time with Ottawa, Dallas, and Toronto, and he spent the least amount of time with Toronto, but I view him really as a really fun Maple Leaf, even though the majority of his career is spent elsewhere. And I think with him in the front office, he's going to be an advisor to Kyle Dubas. I think he'll bring a lot of a lot of interesting perspectives. He's, he's going to help out, and so it's nice to have him still within the franchise. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Right now, we got to check in with the official CFL team of the Taz and Jim listening area. We them tiger cats. We them, we them tiger cats. We them tiger cats. We them, we them tiger cats. Everybody hitting harder. Gotta keep your guard up. Everything we draw, we can score when we want to. We them tiger cats. We them Hamilton Ticats. Preseason action on the weekend. At Tim Hortons Field versus the Alouettes. Comeback victory for the Ticats and our Hamilton Y108 producer, Ryan Seideman, was there and he was making friends. All right, Ticats just won 25 25. You're the very excited Ticats fan. What'd you think? It was awesome. It was an amazing game. I thought the Ticats were down, but you know what? In the last few seconds of the game, they came back, and it was amazing. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Dramatic yes! finish. How's it feel to be back? First game back this year. Oh, it feels amazing. And then knowing that they won't be around for a month, but you know what? When they come back here to Hamilton, I'm going to be here first thing in, in June. Oh, yeah. Woo! I'll see you there. Yeah. Thanks so much, buddy. Yeah. We don't Tiger cats. <laughs> Ryan, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. 
Who had more beers at the game, you or that guy? Uh, you know, probably him. <laughs> I'm going to take a wild guess. Oh, boy. Good atmosphere? Y- you feeling good that the, uh, the, the preseason uh, went ahead after all the uh, negotiations that were going down last week between the players and the league? Yeah, we were pretty worried that the game wasn't going to happen. Uh, I mean, it was all up into the air until very late Thursday. Uh, then the league managed to make a deal. The players ratified it. And very next day, uh, you know, first preseason games were being played. Is there tailgating that goes on outside of uh, Tim Hortons Field? Again, we've never been to a Ticats game, oh, and yeah. we can't wait to go check it out. Yeah, no, you'll 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 find some tailgaters for sure. <laughs> I have a feeling that may have been one of them you were talking to. <laughs> okay, so when are the Tie Cats back at Tim Hortons Field, Ryan? So the Tie Cats are going to be back at Tim Hortons Field on the 18th of June. It's that's the home opener, and they're going to be playing against the Calgary Stampeders. Nice. Well, you're our guy. So you got to keep uh, meeting fans and, and bringing the Ticats experience to the Taz and Jim listeners who maybe don't live in Hamilton because we think everybody should get to the Hammer and see a game at some point this season. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a rite of passage. I want to see you peacock. Getting a week going with sports and Devin Peacock. A lot of hockey to get to. Dev, let's start with the World Hockey Championships and... Uh, an overtime loss. We didn't get the goal. This was a, a, a really kind of a, a gut punch game just because of the referees. Uh, you know, uh, Finland has been really good uh, the past couple of years. Canada and Finland have met in the gold medal game the past three years. Back in 2019, Finland won. They didn't have a uh, world championships in 2020. Canada won in 2021. So now Finland has won the tiebreaker of this, uh, this little trilogy they have going here. But the referees deserve the opposite gold medal for this game because there was a key moment in the game when Canada was up one nothing in the third and Cole Sillinger was called for a high sticking penalty. That gave Finland a five on three. And when you look at the replay, the player that he supposedly high sticked actually clipped himself in the face with his own stick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and did he play it up? He played it up. I mean, so so this led to uh, a, a five on three, as I said. But then uh, the score went from one nothing Canada to three one Finland. Canada actually battled back to tie it up, force overtime. But they of course lost in overtime four three. Hitting yourself in the face with your own stick, pretty embarrassing. <laughs> unless it leads to your team winning the gold medal. <laughs> yeah, take one for the team. Oh <laughs> uh, well, that's too bad. But uh, good effort by the boys and it's nice to have a, another hockey rival out there for Canada other than the United States and Russia right Finland will get you next time <laughs> I'd like to see Canada become you know rivals with Iceland just bring back the mighty ducks like make let's mm-hmm. make Iceland really good and really evil again the Hamilton Bulldogs continue to be a powerhouse they have swept another series in the playoffs Dev 
Yeah, huge win on Friday. 6-0 was the final score over North Bay. And for the second time in franchise history, Hamilton is going to the OHL Championship Final. They have just been on fire so far in the playoffs. They have not lost a game. They're looking extremely strong. When this playoff started, everyone was looking at Hamilton as the team to beat, and they've backed up the uh, all the hype. The Bulldogs joined the 1988 Windsor Spitfires in the 2019 Ottawa 67s in going 12 and nothing to start a playoff run. Uh, Spitz won the title in 1988, uh, became Memorial Cup finalist. The 67s lost to the Guelph Storm in the OHL Championship. I believe you looked this up last week, Jim. There is no team that has ever swept the entire playoffs. So now the pressure is on. Here is an indication of just how good the Bulldogs have been. If you go back to the regular season, they've won 22 in a row. If you look at the entire calendar year of 2022, Hamilton is 51-4. and four. Good luck to their competition. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I had to Google this morning. You know that I can't handle caffeine, right, Jim? Yeah, yeah. Like anytime I get you a coffee, you have to get a decaf. I get a decaf because I get a little crazy. I have uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Heard of it. And if I drink caffeine, I just, my mind starts going <laughs> like crazy. So I had to Google, does white tea contain caffeine? <laughs> because yesterday... Yeah, yeah, during the day, had a couple beers outside in the backyard. It was really nice. But you know, you get uh, beard out. You don't want to keep drinking beer all night. You get a little bloated. The kids went to bed, and I wanted to sit out and watch the uh, the Celtics beat the Heat, mm-hmm. which they did. Congratulations to the Boston Celtics. Um, but while I watched the game, I drank a couple of these uh, drinks that we got at the LCBO, they're called One Two Tea. That's the name of the drink. One two, oh, like one two three. One two tea. Yeah, okay, they're good, man. What is it? It's white tea with a hint of peach and cucumber. <laughs> I'm not much of a tea guy, but I've never even heard of white tea before. They're refreshing. Yeah, I don't know a lot about white tea either. I, I figured that the white tea probably. You know, does green tea have caffeine? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I think more boy. than a coffee. Some some say that it does. Maybe right. have more caffeine than a coffee. I don't know. Well, I've been I've been avoiding just like the the regular brown tea, thinking that's the caffeiney one. <laughs> <laughs> but I have Googled: Does white tea contain caffeine? Yes. How much? Uh, according to this article, between 6 to 55 milligrams of caffeine. Okay, sounds like a lot. I crushed two of the cans, and they're the tall boys. <laughs> and then couldn't figure out why I didn't fall asleep until about 3 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I would like to see you at a Boston Celtics game drinking white tea in front of all those Boston fans. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, what do you want? <laughs> I'll take a 1-2 tea. Could you garnish it with a little cucumber as well? Get out of here, <laughs> you bum. Get a job. <laughs> they are very, they're a very nice uh, sipper on a hot day like today, though. Hmm. And this is not a paid endorsement. I have nothing to do with one, two tea. <laughs> but my wife likes them. I enjoy them. But from now on, I'll, I'll be enjoying them mid-afternoon. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.